Welcome to One Shot, One Life, helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health, and your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot, one shot, one life. Now, welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, broadcasting from the One Shot, One Life studios right here in the middle of America's heartland, Lincoln, Nebraska. We want to thank you so much for joining us today. And I want to thank my executive producer, as always, Josh Floyd. Thank you for pushing all the right buttons at the right time. I do what I can. <laughs> See, this is where you can push buttons, and it's okay. I can push your buttons? Yeah, you can push my all buttons. Right, I want to push your buttons on today's show. <laughs> Everything's okay. Well, Josh, each week it's our deep-down desire to help people stop worrying and start winning in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health, and our overall hopes and dreams. So we bring in experts in these areas to help us successfully navigate each of these areas of life. And today is going to be one of those powerful shows. It's going to be a show that you're going to want to go back to and listen. You're also going to want to share it with your friends and family because we're going to look at how to handle disappointment. I think we can all agree, Josh, maybe you can agree with me or not, but that we all get disappointed probably more often than we want to admit at times in life. I have experienced disappointment once or twice. Yeah. Whether it's at home, whether it's at work, right? With your career, maybe you own a business. um, There's disappointment. Whenever you're interacting with people, Either you're going to disappoint somebody or somebody's going to disappoint you. And we're going to dig in that, to that today. Our guest is communications expert Lisa Mosier. She's been a friend of the show. She's been on the show before. We're excited to have her back. She's a former Miss Ohio USA, former Mrs. International, author, speaker, and successful businesswoman. Excited to have her back here because, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we were going to have her on the show. Uh, and we got to talk. And what, what we found out was during that past week, Lisa and myself both had disappointments, disappointments in the areas of our career. And as we started talking about that, we we're like, you know what, let's put this show on hold. Maybe let's step back because this is a topic that can really touch everybody's life uh, in a powerful way. And maybe we can think about ways that we can handle disappointment successfully and, and then share that with, the, you know, with our listeners as well. So Lisa is going to join us uh, and share six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. It's going to be great. I mean, these are really powerful tips. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, you know, maybe you've been de- let down by an employer or a business partner. Um, maybe you didn't get the job that you wanted or you were hurt by a, a spouse or a family member or a friend. If so, buckle up because this show is for you. You know, last week we had a powerful show on. We had Paul Yates on, the executive director of I've Got a Name. Uh, such a great show that I, I really want everybody to listen to. I've Got a Name is a nonprofit organization focused on helping end sex trafficking. And Paul shared the hardcore facts of sex trafficking. And the reality is, reality is it's happening in virtually every city across the country. And we're learning that more and more. So he shared the mission of I've Got a Name, the life-changing stories that they've of the people that they've served, and how we can join them in making a true impact. So if you missed that show, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to it on our podcast that you can hear around the world. And Josh, would you let our listeners know how they can check the podcast out? I sure can. Chances are you've probably already got a podcast app on your phone. We recommend Apple Podcasts or Spotify for podcasts. Both of those are free. Podcasts are free. All you have to do once you have the app is get on there, uh, 
search one shot, all one word, one life, all one word. You'll find all of our previous shows. All of our future shows will pop up automatically. If you subscribe, they will download straight to your phone. And I do want to say this week, if you are, are a podcast listener to One Shot, One Life, it would be a really big deal if you'd like to hear us in your area, yes. in your city, um, whatever that station is that you like, that's your favorite in your town, reach out, give them, shoot an email to the programming director or the general manager there, a quick uh, Google search, probably find that for you and just say, Hey, there's a show one shot, one life. This awesome guy, Doug, Doug Fitzgerald. Hey. And I'd love to hear him on the radio in my area. And they can check us out at one shot, one life.com, get more information. Plus they can find all the contact information there as well. So good point, Josh. That was really good. I'm going to throw that out there this that, week. That was really good. So yeah, check out the podcast. We'd love for you to, uh, to listen to that and all the past ones. As a matter of fact, we're growing the podcast, uh, downloads and listens are all up. So we appreciate that. And we appreciate all of our listeners. Well, to close out the first segment, I want to share about an article that I read by Robert Carr. Now, I don't know who Robert is, but I read the article and it intrigued me. Um, it was so intriguing. It was just a great critical thinking exercise that I went through. And here was the title, 14 Reasons Why People are disappointing. How's that, Josh? <laughs> so I'm going to just, I'm just going to, I know. Well, here, well, I'm just going to touch upon a couple of them, a few of them. All right. And you can jump on in, you know, if you've got a thought, but I okay. thought these were pretty good. The first one was this. Some people just suck. That's what he said. Some people are just, you know, yeah. the, the reality is not everybody has your best intention at heart or my best intention at heart. That's very few. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to categorize everybody in that. But it's just the truth. There are just some people that will disappoint you. And if they do it on a regular basis, then I highly recommend that you reconsider your relationship with them, right? Yeah. Once in a while, that happens, right? We disappoint people. People disappoint us. But if it happens on a regular basis with the relationship that you have, might be might be a time to step back and reevaluate uh, where you stand in that situation. All right, the second one was this. Sometimes we just have bad days. I think a lot of times we have to realize that when we're interacting with people, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, maybe it, maybe they're just having a bad day. Maybe you're just having a bad day. And something happens where you get disappointed or frustrated or angry, and we don't take that into account. So I think it's important to uh, understand that bad days happen, you know, and um, we just take that into account. And realize that other people have lives outside of maybe the situation or the relationship that you're in. Like maybe it's a coworker, right? They've got maybe family at home and people that they're working with, or maybe frustrations or um, disappointments or illnesses that are happening. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's stressors there. So just realize that somebody um, may just have a bad day. All right. Another reason why people are disappointing, um, we don't expect failure. I thought this was a good one because I think a lot of times we go into a situation thinking that we're going to, everything's going to work out. We have the best intentions for success. And then when that doesn't happen, when I don't get the job, when I don't get the position uh, that I want, when I um, don't have the relationship that um, is flourishing and I'm expecting it to be one way and I end up failing at it, there's a disappointment there. Um, and, and it's something that uh, I think we just, you know, we have to realize that we have to expect that life isn't always about success. You're going to have those setbacks. And when you have <laughs> right. a setback to, to just step back, reevaluate and apply these tips that Lisa is going to share with us in a little bit. How about this one? Unreasonable expectations. Yeah. Oh, that kind of ties into the last one too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times we put expectations on people that, that either aren't deserved or aren't clear, mm -hmm. especially like maybe in job situations, you know, maybe a boss or an employer gets frustrated at you. Maybe you just don't know what your expectations truly are. Yeah. Um, or vice versa. 
Uh, it's just uh, it's it's a way to really step back and say, all right, maybe 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 I'm expecting too much of somebody. If we're finding out that uh, that, that there's um, you know a frustration in that, maybe the key here is when you expect too much, um, failures are going to be the only option. So to step back and say, all right, what are these expectations? And then communicate. So if it's with my spouse, what am I expecting out of our relationship? What is she expecting out of our relationship? Now we're on common ground Mm -hmm. Uh, rather than always making the same mistake, always disappointing each other and then just getting more and more frustrated over time. Yeah, I'm even learning that with my four-year-old. Um, you, you know, you can't expect a lot out of a four-year-old without right. setting expectations. And it's difficult to sit him down, down and say, okay, Grayson, listen, when I say this, you're going to need to do this unless this happens. You know, obviously you have to keep it short, sweet, and simple. But um, just saying like, you know what, buddy, I, I need you to to have your breakfast finished by the three, you know, like 15 minutes after it's the three and setting those expectations. Oh, there you go, yep. And then if his breakfast isn't finished by then, well, then, you know, that's a different conversation. But it's I mean, it's 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 laying that out so that so that he knows people don't know what you want from them. Then it's it's hard for them to deliver. It's hard for for anybody to to hold up their their, you know, hypothetical end of the bargain. And it's really that simple. That's the whole process here. It's that simple to communicate with, whether it's a four-year-old or a 44-year-old or a 104-year-old, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Still allow. And if you're not clear yourself, right? Because this isn't all about other people. It's about us, right? Making changes. If you're not sure what your expectations are, maybe in your role with your business or relationships, then ask, what, what do you right. expect of me? And clarify that. Yeah, because that, that conversation is going to be way easier than the conversation you're going to have to have if expectations aren't met later. Yep. And there are so many different ways you can be disappointed. I just thought that was really interesting, critical thinking when you're l- looking at trying to grow and develop through all this. And I believe that the key to handling disappointment successfully is being able to critically think through the situation in a healthy way, make adjustments as they're needed, learn from it, and then keep moving forward. And today's guest is going to help us do just that. Uh, We're going to take our first break here, and when we come back, we'll be joined by communications expert and author Lisa Mosier. Uh, She's going to share with us six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. You are listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One shot, one life. It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and we want to thank our new affiliates and listeners joining us on amazing radio stations around the United States. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're excited to have our friend Lisa Mosier back on One Shot, One Life. Lisa is a former Miss Ohio USA, former Mrs. International. She's an author, speaker, and successful businesswoman. Now, here's what I love about Lisa. Her passion is helping people realize that everybody has a message that matters and that needs to get out the world to the world. Um, she helps people clarify that message and find practical and effective ways to help them share it, even when they don't feel confident in themselves in the process. And she's also the author of her book, Misconception. So, Lisa, welcome back to One Shot, One Life. Hey, Doug. It's good to be here. <laughs> this is so, so fun. Excited. I know. It's always good to I have love you. Your show. Well, and we love you, and I, you, we, you bring so much good uh, information for our listeners, and it's practical, and it allows them to grow and develop. And, you know, here's the funny thing, Lisa. Uh, a few weeks ago, we were talking on the phone. We were uh, going to record the show, yeah. uh, and both of us, within a week's period, had some pretty 
big disappointment in our careers happened to both of us. You yeah. that day, me about yes. a week before that. And as we got to talking about it, how we were going to deal with it and try to deal with it successfully, deal with it in a way um, where it was positive and not negative, we started saying, you know what, maybe we should share this on the show. So yeah. I asked if you would just take a, uh, you know, some time to think about it, put together just a, a good, simple plan to help our listeners deal with um, disappointment positively. And you came up with six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. So I'm excited to share this with, with everybody. Okay. And, and thank you so much for being patient with us. I really think this message needs to get out in the world. Uh, I know it's going to be a big help to our listeners. Well, and it was really good, Doug, when you, when you did, you know, you were like, because you know me, I was like, I can still do it. We can figure it out. Right. I didn't want to disappoint or take time away. And you were the one that was like, no, you need to take some time. And and then thought, you know what, this might, we talked about it. We, you know, yep. um, and when you decide, when you put out there that, you know what, this might be a great topic. Um, and I thought, you know what, and I was talking to my husband about it. And I said, you know what, it, it, it is a good topic because I think when we have experts come on and all the things, you know, it's always about whatever they're supposed to be teaching. And we don't realize that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. You're going to have times that things happen that are disappointing, yep. whether it's in your business, in your life, whatever. And so I always teach my clients when it comes to sharing their messages, speaking on stages or whatever, that the most important thing, more than anything, more than being the most eloquent speaker and not saying um and all or all the things is truly sharing a message from your heart and being authentic yeah. because that's how people connect and people connect to messages about that because they always feel like it's just them, you know, is this just happening to me? And so I think this is a really important message to say, you know what, this happens to all of us, but how can we handle it in a better way to kind of move through it quicker? Well, and trust me, I've moved through this quicker this time than I did 20 some years ago, the right. first disappointment that I had with my business, right? And so, um, you know, getting to the other side was so much easier, thanks to, you know, some of the things that we're going to talk about, but it's just, everybody's going to have it. It's, yeah. gonna, it's everywhere. I agree. And and it, it's, it impacts all areas of our life. It's not like it's just one area where we get disappointed. Right. You know, whether right. You're, if you're, a, if you're married, or if you've got kids, or you've got a business or a career, you're going to find disappointment all around you. How have you seen it impact like just within your family and with also your clients? Yeah, well, I hear I hear disappointment all the time, especially with clients, because they're the ones that usually have, you know, I just don't think I can do this or this happened. I don't think I'm supposed to or is my message strong enough or, you know, all that stuff. So that's normal. And, and a lot of times we just need somebody on our team. Right. Yep. Especially when you're in a disappointment or something's happened, you need somebody on your team. And so it's important, and, and we talk about this, and I, it's, you know, that you have to find that person that isn't going to tell you what you want to hear necessarily, but it's going to be there to listen and be on your side. But then, you know, sometimes people just need encouragement that they're going to be okay, because at the time that's happening, you know, it doesn't feel that way. So that number one is take time to feel it and give yourself permission to be frustrated. Mm. Yes. You know, take that 24 hour time out. That's what you told me. You're like, you need to take 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm like, but we don't have 24 hours. We're supposed to do a show in an hour, you know? Um, but that's, and, and not burn the bridges, not post anything on social media and, or, you know, all your frustrations, because right then you're in a very vulnerable state. 
And you do what you do need time just to say, you know what, I'm going to feel this. I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to whatever I need to do and do that. And so many people don't, I, I am one that I, I'm guilty. You know, it's like, I'll push, I'll stuff those feelings out and move forward. Cause that's just what I do. But, you know, just knowing that you have to feel it first. I think you get, yeah. And I, and I think you give, not only give yourself permission, but give yourself a deadline. I think I heard it from John Maxwell. Oh, uh, I don't know if he's just yeah. like 24, 48 hours, but set a deadline. Like when I was disappointed uh, yes. a, little, a couple of weeks ago, I gave myself 24 hours to the next morning and I said, 11 o'clock, I'm done. I'm not going to think yeah, about there, it negatively. Wasn't there a burrito involved? There, well, well, the night before was. Yes, there was a burrito <laughs> and some ice cream. I said, I'm going to wallow a little bit, and then I'm done at 11. I'm yes. done the next morning. So, yes. uh, and, and, and I think that another key that, that you said was not to burn bridges. I think in the, right. you know, in the moment when it's, when it's hard, when you're hurt, maybe you feel like you got stabbed in the back or yes. um, you got frustrated. Um, boy, I tell you what, the first thing you want to do just from a human nature standpoint is to lash out if we're honest with ourselves. Oh, 100%. Um, but, um, but the best, but that could be the worst thing that you do because you can burn a bridge that you may not intend or want to lose. Right. And the easy way to do it nowadays with social media and with, with texting and not having to talk to people face to face, it makes it a little bit easier to lash out. And if you're not yeah. careful, uh, you can get in a little bit of trouble that way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Exactly. You know, and it's funny, I, I learned that early because from my husband being in corporate America and he would always, you know, even my son, I have a son that's going to be a senior in college and he's got his first internship and just, you know, the things that you teach people in that world. And it is, my husband's always said, don't burn bridges no matter what, yep. you know, uh, and trust me, there's been times in his career where it's like, I wanted to go take a porch to the, <laughs> to the bridge, you know what I mean? But it's, and you do it, but that's what your spouse is for. So you can just sit right. and all the things and then, and then let it go. But, you know, and, and that's the thing because you never know, you just never know. And so that's, a, it, it's hard at the, at the moment it's hard, but it is, it is definitely taking that high road. Yep. We're speaking with Lisa Moser. She's sharing with us six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. The first one is to take time to feel it and give your permission, yourself permission to be frustrated. Uh, what about uh, tip number two? Tip number two is confide in a trusted friend or to seek wise counsel mm. because you know, when you, when it first happens, you, you are, you're just sitting here going, what, I don't understand what just happened. And sometimes it's nice to talk to somebody to help you process the situation and to see, you know, whoa, how did this happen? You know, what, and, and to kind of share your story with them and get their perspective on things. Um, I always tell people, everybody needs truth tellers mm -hmm. in their life. Um, we don't always need yes people. But a good truth teller, friend, person, wise counsel, listens though too. And they, you know, they allow you to feel how you're feeling and they, they acknowledge that you're feeling that way. You know, that's not telling you you shouldn't, but then being able to speak truth into a situation. So this last situation, the last situation that you had, what did you do in regards to trusted counsel? I, yeah, I called a couple of really dear friends and people that, in, especially in business that I trust. And, you know, and it was, it was a great because they got me to think differently. And, and the biggest thing was, would you really, aren't you glad this happened now instead of later? Because then you would have had so much more vested into the mm. situation and relationship. So rather you see 
this what's happening and the disappointment that they throw at you it's better to see it now because it's not going to get any easier if that if it was that easy to do now you know it's, it means it wouldn't be that hard for them to do later when yeah, it, that makes a know. makes a huge difference that's yeah. what i did too i i had uh well my spouse who um you know she's my venting um machine yes, sometimes and then uh a couple of good friends that is called and like you said they're they're willing to tell me if i'm wrong or if yeah. i need to make an adjustment or if i need to look at it from a different perspective and i appreciate right. that and that's yeah. that's a friendship that you need to develop and, and and acquire so well it's time for another break and we're having a great conversation about disappointment of all things with communications expert lisa Mosier. and when we return we'll continue learning about lisa's six vital tips to positively handle disappointment Thanks for listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One shot, one life. It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life. Well, welcome back. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald, and thank you so much for joining us on One Shot, One Life. Today's guest is communication expert Lisa Mosher, and we're talking about how to handle disappointment of all things because we all get disappointed at some point in our lives. And in the last segment, we started digging into Lisa's six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. We got through the first two. Number one was take time to feel it and give yourself permission to be frustrated. Tip number two was to confide in a trusted friend and seek wise counsel about the situation. Now, if you missed the first part of this show, I highly recommend you go back to our podcast, check it out. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast platform, search one shot, all one word, one life, all one word. And you can not only listen to this show, but all past episodes as well. Well, Lisa, we went through those first two steps. Let's, let's jump on to number three, which I think is really good. You say process the situation to find out what's true. What do you mean by that? Exactly. Well, because you're, when you get thrown something at you, you know, you just, you're trying to take it all in because usually you're the one that got sidetracked, right? Or got something thrown at you and you're like, what, what, what just happened here? And so a lot of times you do need to take that time to process what just happened and find out what's true in the conversation that you had or why it happened and what's not true. And so that was really important, especially for me in this, in this last situation, because, you know, what you're being told, but then what you find out later is true are two different things. And so then it's like, oh, okay. So then it's processing that and then thinking, okay, then this is, this was all for the best. And there's two sides to every story, right? Tell them, there's two sides, maybe more sides than that to every there's story, a lot more, yeah. <laughs> but you need to seek out that truth. And I think what's important is, is um, to deal with that. You touched on it earlier. The sooner you deal with the situation yes. that's disappointing, the better it is for you and everybody involved. The mm -hmm. longer you let it linger, the more anger and frustration and, 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 and discontentment comes up and it just, continues to eat at you and possibly the other person as well. And what that means, then, if you're going to get it all out on the table, you've got to have a good conversation with people then. You've got to find right. the people involved, right? How do you do that in a, in a way that's, um, that's well, positive? Well, you know, at the, at the time it's happening, it's hard. But here's the thing, Doug, and I was thinking about this in the times that I've been disappointed in, in people or situations, right? And even my husband, um, in corporate life of 35 years, you know, in his, in his career. But he, I was, I was thinking about this. And the thing is it, even in the, the three main business things that I had happened to me, 
what happens is if we hold on to it and you hear about this, even, you know, even in scripture, I'll tell you, don't, you know, you forgive people for yourself because right. you can't hold on to things. And here's the thing. It's like in, in the last, there, there's going to, the person who did it or, or the business person, or if, if it is whatever, if, if it's something that they wanted, right. Any minute that they don't want you to work for them anymore in corporate, or you, you lose your job. Once they do it, they're done. You know, it's like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do and they're moving on and they feel lighter. They're happier because they finally got that off their shoulders. And the person that had it is sitting there going, what the heck just happened? What's going on? I don't understand. And you're trying to process it. And then you're getting angry because it doesn't make any sense. And then you, you're going to hold on to that. And the thing of it is, who's it affecting right. you? It's only affecting you. Right. If you're the one that's angry and, oh my gosh, and this is ridiculous. That was so out of the, blah, blah, blah. And then the other person, they're just feeling like, ah, oh, finally I got that off my shoulders with whatever it was. And now I can just move on. And so for our own health, you know, mental health, we have to process it, find out what's true and then move on. Yeah. And communicate, move on and then communicate with the people that you're dealing with. So I think a lot of times for a lot of people, and I know for myself too, it's hard. If you're struggling with somebody, it's hard to have that difficult conversation, but you need to have the difficult conversation. Here's the key, at least from my perspective, um, the way I like to deal with situations like this is, you know, the first thing you want to do is go in and attack, right? I want to protect what's mine and what I was upset about and how I got offended. But the reality is you need to go in, not in an attacking mood and simply an inquisitive mood to say, uh, you know, what happened here? Here's what I experienced. What did you experience? Uh, are we all on the same page here? And let's just kind of positively deal with it. But I think a lot of times when people <laughs> want to deal with something difficult, they just go right for the jugular. And that doesn't do any good uh, in the process. It, uh, it actually probably makes things a lot worse. Right. Well, and it's harder if it's a one-on-one -on -one situation, right? Because yeah. usually everything is said in that conversation so to go back and talk about it any further, it's usually one person saying, yeah, I'm done, or I don't want to do this, or uh, I'm not going to, you know, whatever it is, whatever the situation, everybody's situation is different, but it's hard when it's a one-on-one -on -one because it's like, well, what do you do with that? Right. So if, if it's in a situation where there's more than one person involved, or it's a group situation or business or things like that, then yes, I, it, I think it's important to kind of go in and figure out what the heck, because there's more than one person involved. So as you're, but, as you're dealing with that and talking about it, what if you find out that, um, you know, there's something that you did that sure. maybe disappointed somebody, or maybe it was your fault. It leads you into the next tip, tip number four. Yeah. Rectify your wrong. And if you had any wrongs in it, you know, and, and there's been times, you know, I hear from people all the time that I'm working with and it's like, well, I just didn't want to do this or whatever. Um, and so it's like, well, you know, like I said, being that truth teller, maybe you might want to think about, you know, whatever, A, B, C, and then at least for yourself to say, you know, like, like, I think somebody at one time said, I apologize. I don't know what for, but I just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes, I, you know, if you did something, yes, but if you didn't, again, sometimes I don't think that you need to go in and bow down if right. you know you didn't do anything, you know, at the same time. So it's just trying to decide, process the situation, rectify any wrongs. Did you, you know, was there any doubts that you had or did you do something or whatever? But then it's it's finding the op number, two, number five is finding that opportunity in the disappointment 
and move forward. And so, you know, there's been times in my life where that's taken a lot longer because I had a lot more vested in a situation. And I honestly think, you know, a lot of times I think when people are ready to move on, sometimes you're just like the, I don't know, what do you call that? The, the, the dust. <laughs> and they, you know, they don't even think about it, right? right? It's just like, thanks. There you go. And you're sitting there going, wait a minute. I just, I mean, think about people in corporate America who get just let go. And it's like, wait a minute. I just gave you, you know, 15 years of my life in this thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your company decides they're going to let me go just because you, what, something happened, but they don't think about it. It's like, yeah, see you later. You know, and it's like, wow, that's a hard one, you know, but, and that can happen with any time. So it is figure out the disappointments, you know, find the positives in the disappointment as well and move forward. I think a lot of people will shut down too. Like if you're trying to pursue something, even even if it doesn't matter what relationship is, maybe it's with your kids, maybe it's with your spouse, maybe it's with friends, maybe it's in, in, in business or career, people will just shut down. And if you shut down, you're stuck. Like there's no way to move forward at that point. You have to either deal with it the consequence one way or the other, it can be a positive or you're, yes. or you're still making a decision if you shut down too. Yes. How well, do you... it's kind of like going back up to that number one, take time to feel it, yeah. give yourself permission to live in it and feel it so that you can get all that. Oh, I'm never going to do this again. I'm not, you know, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, all right, let's find some opportunities here. Oh, these... And hopefully you'll switch and be ready to go. Yeah, these are really good. Uh, again, we're talking with Lisa Mosier. She's given us six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. Tip number one, take time to feel it. Give yourself permission to be frustrated. Tip number two, confide in a trusted friend and seek counsel. Tip number three, process the situation to find out what's true. And then number four, rectify any wrongs if you've done anything wrong yourself. And tip number five is to find opportunity in disappointment and move forward with it. Uh, we've got the last tip. We're going to hold that for the last segment here, Lisa. Uh, and we're going to come back after this next break. And when we do, you'll share that final vital tip to help us positively handle disappointment. Plus, um, if you feel like uh, deep down inside that you have a lot more to offer this world and you want to get your message out, but you just don't know what to do, the Lisa's the person you need to turn to. She's a good at really helping people clarify their message and find practical and effective ways to help them share it with the world even if they're doubting themselves in the process. Plus, she can show you how to earn money from your message as well. We're going to learn more about that when we come back. You are listening to the show that helps America stop worrying and start winning. One shot, one life. Helping you tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life. Well, thanks so much for joining us today on One Shot, One Life. We love having you with us. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. And if you want to stay up to date on all that's going on at One Shot, One Life, we highly recommend that you join our email community. It's well over 10,000 people at this point, and each week we send out one email, simply just updating you on the show, um, past guests, future guests, where you can find podcasts, and anything else that we're doing at One Shot, One Life. We'd love for you to join us. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is go to OneShotOneLife.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, and get get involved in our community. We'd really appreciate that. And while you're there, while you're there, one of Josh's favorite things is <laughs> you can get the song. Yes, you can download our theme song for free. Oh, it's so exciting! Brian Olson from the band Voda. Uh, he used to play with a Christian group called the Newsboys back in the heyday. Anyway, he wrote, recorded the song, gives us permission to be able to give it away. So all you have to do is go to the website as well, and there you can download the song and jam to it all day long. Yeah. 
It's a good workout song. Just like Justin's. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we'll join your, the voice you heard there is uh, our communication expert, Lisa Mosier. Uh, she's been joining us on the show today, sharing her six vital tips to positively handle disappointment. Now, Lisa, during the break, uh, we were just talking about just the real, authentic, raw nature of being disappointed. And it hurts. Um, if you feel like you've been maybe stabbed in the back or maybe somebody um, said they were going to do one thing and didn't or really just it just hurts. Like, what is the emotional impact of something like that? Because I know for me, when I dealt with it, I was discouraged. I was frustrated. I uh, was questioning because I didn't know what technically yep. was going on because it hadn't a lot of things hadn't been communicated to me. Um, yes. You know, especially when you pour your life into something that you care about, that you're passionate about. It really hurts. Yeah, it does. It does. And that's the thing I think it's like, it's so important to know that it, it's, it's not fun. This was not, you know, you and I talked about it. It was not a fun week, you know, because you do, you question yourself. Was it me? Did mm. something that I did? Do they just don't want to work with me? You know, all the things that you think about, but sometimes, you know, like your thing, sometimes people just, they're going to disappoint. And, and, and I liked, you know, I was reading something and it said, maybe you said it, or if I read it, or maybe it was in your thing, but when you said, or somebody said that people, you, you have to remember that people really aren't concerned about you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not concerned about you and how you're going to feel. Even when they're saying what they want, they're not concerned about you. They're concerned about themselves, about how they're feeling, what they want, and that they don't want to feel bad. Mm. So isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because we, you know, it's not about, oh, you know, I, I feel bad. I don't like doing this, but it's like, well, no, you kind of don't or because you know what I mean? But, but at the same time, it's like people don't, they're not concerned about, they just want to get it off of their chest. Or if you're in corporate America, they want to get you, get your box and get your right. stuff out. It's a lot bigger to you, to you sometimes. Exactly. Than it is to them. It's, I think that's to the, the person who's getting hurt. Right. You, and then that's what you said. Then we're sitting here questioning everything. And I, I talked to one business um, mentor of mine who really talked me through it. And he was like, you know, it has absolutely, I mean, I had all these things in my head and he's like, Lisa, I know this whole situation. I know both parties. It had absolutely nothing to do with that at all. Um, I think it was different. And then he was my truth teller and was telling me things that I didn't even consider. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. Now it's making sense, but I needed to hear that because I was just on this downward spiral that it was all me. Yeah. And if you don't no, effectively, I, if you don't effectively process it, you start creating things in your right. mind too, that aren't even exactly. true. Yes. You, you start creating, and it's, it's like that with anything. I mean, even teenagers and breakups. I mean, I remember my <laughs> daughter, you know, your kids will come home and they're just think their life is over. And you're thinking, oh honey, you're 17. I promise it's not. Right. But at the time you're in that downward spiral that you've been disappointed, been told, you know, whatever happened. And it is, and we all get that way. It doesn't matter if you're 17 or 57, you, you, your mind, it's what I work with people all the time when, when it comes to speaking and sharing their messages, your mind plays the biggest role in self-sabotaging. Mm. We are our biggest bullies in the way our mind thinks. Yep. And so I was my biggest bully. And when this happened, it was like, you know, but it takes those people that I truly trust to help me see it for what it really is. Well, let's and go then, through. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Then well, you're, then you're better. Then you're ready to, then you're ready to go on with that. What we talked about. Number five, find the opportunity and the disappointment for me. I'm like, oh, okay. 
let me show you what I can do. I've always been that way. It's like, okay, <laughs> it's on, you know, that type of thing. Right. So well, let, let's yeah. go, let's go back over the six vital tips to positively handle disappointment for people that may not have heard the first five. We're on tip number six, but let's, why don't you just go through real briefly the sure. first five and then we'll jump into number six. Sure. It's, it's take time to feel it. Give yourself permission, give yourself permission to be frustrated, angry, mad, hurt, cry, whatever. Give yourself time to feel what you're feeling. Number two was to confide in a trusted friend or seek wise counsel. Three was to process the situation and find out what's true. That's so important. And then four, rectify any wrongs. Let me let so, me let me jump in here for this one yeah. because I was thinking about this. Um, you know, I think I want to I want to live my life, especially with my family and my kids, to be the best example as I can be. And even yes. with people that I work with in the career, I want to develop a culture where people can trust me and I can be authentic and transparent. Um, I think it's really important, especially if we've done something wrong in a situation, we need to understand that we are no, how, no matter how we react to it, we are an example. People are going to watch us and they're going to learn from that and they're going to emulate that, whether we understand or know that or not. Right. I think it's really important that if we've done something wrong or, you know, it, like you said, we don't have to we don't have to take the brunt of everything. But, man, right. you got to decide what are you willing to fight for and what not? What really matters and what doesn't? And if it doesn't really matter, you know what? You know, move on. Be You know, take that high road um, so that you give an example to somebody else to say, if we want to change the world and how we deal with disappointment, it starts with me. And then right. from that, hopefully, hopefully it ripples out beyond that. So I just right. love that point of rectify yeah. any wrongs and really take that high road. Yes, yes. And then number five is find opportunity in the disappointment and then move forward. And that's, that's kind of like the, that's to me, it's like, that's the best part. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to find, you know, what opportunity did this give me? You know, what is this opening up for me? I, I, you know, what is funny, Doug, I was reading um, in my, in a journal and it was talking about how everything that happens to us, everything that happens is for us. Mm. We just don't know it. Right. And I think that's a hard, and, and I wrote down your problem is not random, um, but rather it was, it's tailored. It's a tailored blessing, mm. right. To help and benefit your growth. And it's, so when I, I was, I read that and it was like, yeah, that's so true because they are, they're just, they're just, you don't see it, but it's like, okay, but it did every time it's, it's helped me it's benefited me and helped me grow. Um, and so that, that's kind of where you, you know, where you find that opportunity, that disappointment that you had, and then you start to move forward. And, and, and I think a lot of times it is mentally thinking, okay, this happened for a reason. That's been my motto my whole life it happened for a reason. I don't know what it is, but I know I'm going to grow and be better from it. And that happens when you process the situation. Like for yes. me over the last few weeks, I, there was so much good that came out of that situation. There were, right. there was, there was so yes. much good that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't right. gone through it. And like exactly. you said, you've got, but that, but most people will not process the situation. So they, they sit in the wallow or they still hold it or harbor that, that frustration or that anger, that bitterness, rather than process it and say, what can I benefit from this? How can I yep. grow and develop? And I just think that's so good that, uh, you know, you got to find a way to, to um, uh, find the opportunity in the disappointment. It's great. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then number six is to learn from it and, and to keep 
that from happening again, yes. future disappointments. So even like this time for me, because I've been through it before, I've been through it with family, I've been through it with clients, you know, it, it was easier for me to get to where I am now, much quicker than it did, you know, maybe say five years ago, because, it, you know, you're just, it's like, okay, I, I can stay here, but it's no fun. And it's time to move. Um, it, life's too short, you know, and especially if you're doing something you love, Doug, you know, when it comes to business, or especially with entrepreneurship, you're doing it for a reason. Yeah. You're doing your business for a reason because usually because you love it. And so I think that's why the hurt is worse, maybe a little bit worse right. when it's sure. because it's it's something personal, it's something that you're building and you're growing and you you have your whole heart around it because most people do what they love when when they become entrepreneurs. And so it's a lot more personal. And so um but but that should also be your your catapult into I'm going to keep going because you got to go back to that. Why? And why did I start this in the first place? Mm -hmm. And so it's because I love helping people. That's it at this point in my life. I just love helping people. And I love helping them with what I can, you know, what I have done my whole, you know, for the last 30 years, um, is share their message authentically from their heart. And because everybody's message matters. And, and so I had to get back to that place. And that's, I think, like I said, with entrepreneurship, it's harder when you get disappointment because you just take it so personal. Josh, you've been sitting here listening to this whole thing, right? <laughs> Nodding and like, like you know, eyes wide open, uh-huh. going, "Man, you're just catching all these nuggets." What have you? Yeah. What have you taken away yeah, from this lot, so far? A lot of truth bombs. But as I've been sitting over here listening, um, I think, f- like for me, number two. Um, you know, find somebody to confide in and, and kind of get like general uh, counsel from people that you trust. Uh, that one, I think that one is, is the biggest one for me because I look at the, I look at three, four and five, you know, uh, if you confide in the right person or a couple of people, probably, you know, I mean, ideally you'd like to have a couple of people that you could lean on for a couple of different extra points of view, but um, they're going to be able to help you process and find the truth. They're going to say, well, no, you might've been a little out of line here. Right. Or, um, you know, Lisa, you're very fortunate to one of your confidants knew both sides of the story. And that's huge. I mean, I'm sure that was incredibly helpful. Very um, helpful. And then, and then they can help you, you know, to, to figure out if you've, if you've, you know, if, if any of the wrong was on your shoulders, they can right. help point that out as long as they're an honest person. Um, and then they can, they can also help you find the opportunity to turn it into a positive as well. Like, Hey, yeah, that you know, they can commiserate with you a little bit. This sucked. Like what yeah. happened to you <laughs> yes. sucked, but look at what you learned from it and look at, yes. look at how you can grow from here. Look at, you know, I, I had had a very serious disappointment in my entrepreneurial life a couple of years ago, and it was crushing. Well, mm. Boy, the lessons I learned about mm-hmm. who to go into business with. Yes. <laughs> you can't buy that. You know, you can't you can't buy that kind of learning. There's no school that teaches that. Yeah. And really, there's no other way to learn it. Right, Josh? It's like walking through it. Because That's right. You have all these, oh, you know, sunshine and roses. It's going to be great. And then until you've walked through it a couple of times, like, who? yeah, I definitely, you definitely learn. Uh-huh. Well, Lisa, you, uh, you have a great uh, coaching, mastermind groups, uh, online course. We've got just about 30 seconds here. How can people get in touch with you? 
you know what? You can find me on lisamoser.com. It's L-I-S-A-M-O-S-E-R.com. And everything, you can figure out how to work with me, what you need, all the things. And that's where you'll find all my courses, the different things, how you can work with me. A lot of times just, you know, go on there and go schedule a discovery call. I'm happy to talk to anyone free of charge just to see how I can help and what they need. Um, a lot of people are just scared. It's like, I, I know I want to do this, but I just don't know how. And sometimes they just need a cheerleader and someone to believe in them. Yep. Well, Lisa, um, thank you so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate yeah, this really good so information. And if you'd like to listen to the podcast of this show or previous shows, you can find them on all podcast platforms. Simply search one shot, all one word, one life, all one word on your favorite podcast service. I want to thank today's guest, Lisa Mosier. Special thanks to my executive producer, Josh Floyd. And until next time, take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count. Thank you for listening to the One Shot, One Life show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our theme song, join a mastermind group, purchase one of our online courses, and more. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now. OneShotOneLife.com.